Welcome to Bill Roden on Sports. Taking you inside clubhouses, locker rooms, and boardrooms. Legendary sports columnist Bill Roden gets inside the heads and beneath the veneer of the men and women who play and own the games we love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Bill Roden on Sports here on a uh, just before Christmas with Jamal Murphy, the great Jamal Murphy. <laughs> What's happening? I'm, I'm good. It's very warm for Christmas. It is really warm for Christmas. I guess I guess I guess the president's got something there about global warming. Yeah, got to do something. Yeah, well, it's gonna be seventy degrees Christmas unreal, Eve. Unreal. I, I mean, you know, I grew up in Chicago. So I really, you know, I'm I'm used to at least some snow. Right. Some snow, a little cold. Right. You know, then go. A little cold. Well, Chicago is like awful. Right. But but I mean, I don't know. This whole everything is getting. Um, uh, well, anyway, it's global warming. Yeah, I guess it's, it's uh, getting warmer. Yeah. Here we. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And we're here with Pat in the back. Pat, hello. So Pat, you know, we we we're getting ready to go over our show our show, and. Um, I asked you, you know, you're going to be our hockey guy. And I said, you know, what are the black players doing in the NHL? And you didn't know that. You know, that's your role is every week update us to what the black players are doing in the NHL. <laughs> All right, I got it. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure I follow along. Yes, yeah, yeah. I have I have a report. Yes, I'll have a report every week. Good. <laughs> black NHL. <laughs> what are, What are the other uh, ethnicities? Um, you have a lot of different eth- ethnicities in hockey, right? You got, um, well, besides. You have all the Europeans. That's not that. Right? I mean, but they're all spread out. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, let me Russian you. and like Finland and Sweden, all those. All right. Let me ask you this. Is hockey still largely a Canadian and, and a European game with the Americans kind of the the, the, um, the minorities? Would you say? Uh, still? Yeah, I mean, still. I, I, uh, that's hard to say. I, 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 I don't know. I mean. Well, okay. sorry, I, sorry, you, I can't answer you that find question. Out next yeah. week. All right, that's your assignment next week. All right, okay. I'll have a, I'll have a more. Uh, <laughs> Got to do some research. Do some I have research. a more in-depth answer. Remember, for the you black, next week. the black presence in hockey, and the American, well, the the American, generally the American presence in hockey is, is hockey still largely a Canadian and European game. Okay. Well, think, I mean, I guess it's still going to be number four here, right? What hockey? Still, hockey, if well, that. Well, no, I think you got you got the National Football League, right? A, a by and first by a lot, right? Probably what basketball, the, basketball, NBA, the NBA, then baseball, still three. Yeah, baseball. You think it's a distant? I still think you think it's a distant. Uh, I don't know about how I mean, they, you know, they, they still get crowds and sellouts and. Well, baseball also is every day. Right. I mean, you get right twenty thousand so five days. <laughs> Well, horse racing is far behind. <laughs> far behind everything. I mean, and then is hockey, how far is hockey behind baseball? Uh, what about Pretty soccer? Far. We haven't talked about soccer. Oh, Where's I think soccer? hockey's ahead of soccer. You think so? I mean, I mean there's no professional there's, league Equally as boring. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hate mail uh, coming. Well, uh, well that would be good news. That's <laughs> just there's some people in our demographics who like it. Uh, so then also we have a special um, group of people here, uh, a master of fine arts Students from Brooklyn College who are here on the Roden Internship starting its next you know, second incarnation. Um, they're here shooting. So maybe maybe you actually, we're not, I'm not sure what the hell they're doing, but maybe you'll be able to see some of this by way of what? What do you got? What, what, how, how can people see this? What, will, what are you guys making up? 
YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. There'll be links on all of those sites. Great. That was? Kevin Keating, MFA, Brooklyn College. Cool. And Dexter David, MFA, Sequence 44, Brooklyn College. And uh, Michael Garay, I'm a first year at Brooklyn College, MFA, and I'm working the sound right now. All right. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to cover, right, Jamal? A lot of you know, people always ask me. So, well, Bill, you know, you know, you wrote forty million dollar slaves. You wrote uh, third in the mile. Why don't you write some fiction? Like, man, what I do is fiction. You cannot, if you're in the sport, you can't make this shit up. You really can't. I mean, this stuff is un is unbelievable. Uh, right now, what everybody's talking about is Odell Beckham, uh, the wide receiver of the corner you know, of the New York Giants. <coughs> Uh, and uh, you know, last Sunday, uh, I mean, all, everybody knows everything happened. But just right. in case you didn't, uh, Jamal, you wanna you wanna take them through <laughs> the, the, the the drama of the weekend? Well, you know, Odell Odell Beckham was a uh, had a tough matchup with uh, the cornerback Josh Norman mm-hmm. for the Panthers uh, Sunday uh, in New York, and there was some talk, you know. Pre-game right. and during the All week, week right. a little some trash talk back and right. forth. Both of those guys are the top guys at the positions. We know that. And um, apparently, uh, Josh Norman got into Odell Beckham's head oh. somehow oh. because oh. Oh. Like he's like his second head, right? Like. Because you know Odell Beckham basically lost it right. in the first half. Right. I mean, I never seen anything like that since like Andre Risen oh, and, that's and a good Deion one. Sanders. Yes, but yeah. that was one play. Right. Right. There was one play where they started just right. going off on you know swinging at each other. Right. But this was it seemed like almost after every, every dead ball, play. they were going after each other. And I, and from what I could tell on TV, it looked like Odell Beckham was the aggressor as far as that goes. Right. But you know, I'm sure Josh Norman played a part either pregame or whatever he said. And I, and I think that's still being investigated. Well, there's a fine. Well, I mean, and he was fined for he a was couple fine things. Today. Which, you know, I mean, there have been a lot of reports about what, what was actually said. We, I guess we don't know. There's all kinds of speculations. Some of them are homophobic. Right. You know, uh, talking about the guy's sexuality. Right. His hair tint. I mean, you know, as, as, as a defensive, I mean, who, man, what, some of the stuff it says is, you know, talk about people's mother. And right. His, remember, uh, Brandon Marshall of the Jets got into it with a defender a couple of weeks ago because right. he was talking about his wife. Right. He, no, he was talking about his girlfriend. Right. He says, my, my girlfriend's my wife. Oh, <laughs> right. man, brother, I'm sorry. I couldn't ever figure out, well, what's the distinction? I mean, <laughs> now, you could talk about her if she's my girlfriend. Right. But now your wife, you can't talk about her. There you go. <laughs> there, that, there you go, women. You better, you better, uh, you better wife them up. That's right. <laughs> they can't talk about you. And of course, we, we went through this stuff with um, Kevin Garnett and uh, oh, right. with Carmelo, Carmelo a couple years That's ago. That's another one. I thought yeah. about that one. And I remember that game, Carmelo you know, lost, lost a little control. He actually went, met him at the bus afterwards. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and Beckham would have probably been better off doing that rather than, you know, the entire first half basically trying to take his head off. Um, in front of, in front of 70,000. I mean, you, you, but I see, I guess they tell these guys. You know, you know, football players, they're in the moment. Right. In the moment. And I guess they get so deep in the moment. You've been around these guys, and I've been around them for 30, 40-something years. They can get so focused on what they're doing. And, again, this is sort of the Kobe Bryant thing. Right. That you get so focused that really there's nothing else that matters. It's just, and then when that rage takes over, all you see is you. All I see is you. Right. I don't forget the fact that there's 70. 70,000, 74,000 people in Giant Stadium and millions of people all around the world probably right. watching just like miles open 
Like what? You know, but you know they're loving it. You know, right. the people love this. Right. They, they they wish they probably would have like like gotten the, the fifty yard line and just start like you know taking the baseball bats that they brought on the on the field. By the way, yeah, which is crazy. Which is great. And you know, they say it's supposed to be for Batman. Like, yeah. like well, Batman doesn't carry Batman doesn't carry a bat around. The story I heard was that the Panthers used that as sort of a bring the wood, you know, we bring the wood so they have the bat on the sidelines, let teams know, you know, we're going to bring it today, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't, you know, I don't think, you know, I saw the video of the mm-hmm. player with the bat on the field and I don't, you know, I don't, he didn't really, you know, I don't think Odell Beckham was, you know, feared right. getting hit by the bat. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, you may want to, you may want to play that up or whatever in retrospect, but you know, it didn't. You know, I doubt that, but it doesn't take away from the fact it's a little, it's a little inappropriate well, to have a bat on the field, which, which gets into the idea of the of the of the officials, right? You know, I mean, I think that well, a, they, a lot of this gets. I think the heart of it, and I've been listening to, as you have for the past since Sunday. Right. This has been going on nonstop. I mean, this is a perfect. This this is the NFL at its best. They love this. Right. They love this because from now until. Uh, Sunday, or actually Saturday, because our game. Well, there was probably games on Thursday, right? Thursday night game. So they love this. I mean, they love this stuff. So from now until Thursday, this is all people are going to be talking about, and um, you know, but 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 it, it, it's, it's yet another problem with officials. Right. Now, you've you've been involved in youth sports. Right. I, I'm involved in in youth and recreation stuff. And at some point, an official, when you see a guy walk on the field with a bat, right. a baseball bat, right. you gotta say, "Wait a minute, man! You, I, this isn't Yankee Stadium. I mean, what are you, what are you doing?" Right. And they only, you know, even on the field during the game, there were only a couple flags thrown. I mean, I'm watching the game, right. and everybody else is watching the game, and we're seeing more than the officials are seeing. Must must have been because. Yeah, but you got officials every, in the yeah, right? in every play, they were going at it, and you know, no no call Nothing. majority of the time. You know, people are saying maybe, you know, Odell Beckham should have been ejected. Maybe. You know, maybe Norman should have, should have had, you know, some some uh, flags thrown against him. You know, maybe. And also it goes to not just the officials. It goes to the coaches also. Where were the where were the coaches and teammates to calm him down? Or at least take him out for I'm not saying sit him down for the entire game, as you've heard people say. Sit him down for a couple plays and, and you know. Well, so you know, Coughlin is saying, you know, I was listening to his press conference. He said, man, I got to win a game, you know. Right. I mean, it's, and he, he said, to be honest. And he was being honest. Here it is. They can ready to fire me. In case you guys didn't notice, they can ready to <laughs> right. fire me. And so he's my best player. He's our only hope. Right. You know, look, are you, we going to use number 84 out there? No. This guy is our only hope. And so he tried to, he, he asked the position coach, could you talk to this, this guy? <laughs> That's what he said. Could you talk, could you talk to him? Because right. I'm certainly not. Because, you know, but what about this? What about, again, before the game? And here's the problem with having officials who are not. Full time, which 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 is mind blowing. Which right. is mind blowing. Everybody, this is a multi billion dollar industry, right? A multi billion dollar industry. Everybody is full time. The commissioner is full time. Big time. Big time. Full time. Right. You know, all the coaches are full time. The trainers are full time. The players obviously are full time. Everybody is full time except these clowns. Some guys they say, well, we make too much money. Some guys an accountant, another guys a lawyer. Man, right. we, we can't, you know, we can't. That's you know, we got and they got a couple pensions going on. They got the pension going on with the NFL. You know, so we don't want to just do this full time because we got these other hustles. Right. The problem though is that 
you know, when you're, you're involved in all this other stuff, but if this was your job, your full-time job, then you know that this, you're following this whole thing throughout the week, throughout the next couple of weeks. So this, it's like a, a narrative. Right. And you see this stuff is building and building and building. And New York, if it's going to explode, it's going to explode here. Right. Cam Newton is already telling his teammates, he, he's already saying, if you're going to do anything, do it in New York. Right. Right. That's what he tells them. I mean, it, right. you know, it didn't have anything to do with the fight. Right. But you know, this is like back in, you know, when I'm, when I'm playing in Morgan back in the, you know, like the Newt Rockney days, we had, a, we had a game against Grambling at Yankee Stadium, and Coach Banks said, said listen, if you guys are going to do anything, do it in New York. That's when you perform. And so that's the thing. So this stuff is building and building and building. Cam got his thing. Right. And you figure Josh Norman, they're going to bring the baseball bats. They're, gonna, they're pulling out all the stops. Yeah. The term, the, the, I'm sorry. Jamal, I said the attorneys, the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the officials. The officials, the officials have to know this. So before the game, why not get, you know, uh, Norman and uh, uh, Beckham. Right. So listen, guys, you know, I, I expect a really clean game. You know what they think, real clean game, blah, 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 blah. But I'm, I got to tell you, I'm really, we're really going to be calling this really tight. Right, right. So that's, that's way before the game. Right. So you put it in their heads. Right. You know, and, and, and for Beckham, that's one more thing in his head because Norman's right. clearly already in his head. Big time. And, and, and you know, the NBA does that what pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they try to set a tone from the beginning. If they right. know there's some right. something going on there, you, you call it extra tight to start the game. And that, that damn sure needed to be right. done in this in, in that Panthers-Giants The game. first one. Right. You know, there was one, uh, you know, there have been so, so many highlights right. that one occurred, and there was an official... Right there, they they were wrestling, they, and and the official is right there. Said, Man, what are you thinking about? So it, it could be that again. This gets into yet another issue. We, we're talking about full time refs and not full time refs, but also this whole idea of the role of instant replay. Some people are now saying that really all the officials on the game should be officiated from the the Up booth top. and right. from New York. Right. That's just have the officials just put the ball down. Right. Or, you know, mark the ball. That's all they do. You know, but I think that so much with instant replay, so much, some people make the argument that, well, maybe we've taken all the ownership and authority from the officials, so they're afraid to do anything. They're like, well, I'm not going to throw out, I, I'm not going to be the one to throw Odell Beckham out the game. He's he's the star of the league. Right. And I don't, he probably, no, I don't know, can I do that? Right. Can I, can I throw Odell Beckham out, out the game? Right. I mean, what happens to me? What, what happens to my cushy part-time job? Right. You know, I'll be back, you know, flipping burgers or something, you know. <laughs> you know, so, but, so I mean. Or in the courtroom. Or in the courtroom. <laughs> 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 right. You know, so I, I don't know. I think there are a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of issues. Of course, the, the uh, Beckham's appeal is well, today. Well, what, what do you think about <clears throat> the, uh, you know, they gave him a one-game suspension. What do you think oh, I would have done for two. You would have given more? Oh, I would have. He, he, he'd been done for the season. Because what he did is, number one, here we are as a league, been talking about head trauma. Right. I mean, that's been our whole shtick, head trauma. This guy gets a 20-yard running start Beckham and launch. And first of all, you can't launch even just in the field of play. Launching is out now, right? Right. This guy launches himself, gets a running start, launches himself at Norman's head. And Norman's not even looking. Right. So for that alone, with this league of concussions, he's got to go for two games. You know, but again... I think that you know again this we we had this conversation with about um Ray Rice about uh about um uh Watergate not Watergate but uh, Deflategate Deflategate right The NFL 
leads with the shield first. That's the first thing they're worried about. How does this affect the shield and business? Second thing, how are we going to spin the story? And a distant third is, now what's the right thing to do? That's <laughs> that's not really even the, the major consideration. Right. You know, I said, shield first. Right. You know, we see Ray Rice beat the hell out of his girlfriend. You know, well, let's, you know, let's sweep kind of sweep it under the rug until TMZ gets it. Oh, yeah, all right, well, you spend it for two games. And then when it blows out, oh, okay, all right, all right, he's out for the, you know, that right. kind of stuff. So, um yeah, no, I, th- I thought he should have been. He should have been gone for for the rest of the season. What do you think? Yeah, no, I definitely. I thought. I thought one game at least was right. Um, you know, watching that first half and watching him, you know, consistently go after him, and I, and, and I, I understand he was likely provoked and had probably had every reason to be upset with with Jaz Norman. <laughs> but you are a professional player, and especially when you con- you you consider yourself to be a great player, people saying that you're a great player. That's more than just catching the ball. That's that's having self control, right. focus. Uh, you know, knowing how to get someone back, especially in the in the in an NFL game. There are legal ways, legal ways to get revenge. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can do it during the play. So to do it after the play, every almost every play to me was almost making a mockery of the game. Right. So just for that alone, you deserve the one game suspension. Now, Josh Norman was today fined, I think, something like 20-something thousand dollars. Right. I think he makes about 90000 a game, is what I read. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, there were rumors, the rumors, you know, not rumors, but they were reported by, you know, journalists reported that there were, uh, you know, gay slurs made right. prior to the game. Um, obviously, you had the bat incident prior to the game. So it it, it is pretty much established, you know, what provoked uh, Beckham in that case. Um, the the league said they were going to do an investigation, and now I guess the result of that investigation is the twenty six thousand dollar fine to Norman. What do you think about that? Well, well, I, I mean, it, it, it continues to open Pandora's box because now what they're saying by fining is that well, now there is dual culpability. Right. First, it was all about you know uh, about um, Beckham, but now they're saying okay, 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 he instigated. Well, now that opens the doors of well, how did he instigate a little, right, or a lot? Or maybe he deserves to be suspended too. Right. You know, it, it's just it's just a lot, and um, I, you know, I just think that uh, um, you know, I mean, the the, the gay slurs stuff y- coming right off the heels of Rondo. Right. Rondo chasing down Bill Kennedy. Right. And calling him like you know right. a slur. Right. And then you know the, the NFL. I mean, the NBA suspended in one game. Well, so do we first investigate? There's there's so many layers to this. Okay, we suspend a guy. Now we suspend. Now do we suspend him if we find out there were gay slurs? Right. Do we suspend the people who use the slurs? Because remember, I think at the beginning of this year, they would suspend people for um, not necessarily use just the N word, but for any type of derogatory right. stuff. Right. You right. know. And so I mean, it's, it's it's part of it is laughable because the game is just so violent. Right. But then, the, because the game is so violent, how much extra stuff, you know, do you need? Right. You know? Right. No. I, you know. And I. And I'm. I tend. You know. If I believe, you know, what I've heard about what you know, Norman and some of the Panther teammates, and even, even in the post game, he kind of, uh, you know, he referred to Beckham as a ballerina, <laughs> um, you know, right. dancing around like Michael Jackson and all this kind of stuff. And another player, I think, was Finnegan, said something about him having female. 
uh, something in his blood or whatever. Yeah, so I mean, if I do, if yeah. I investigate and I find and I find it, and I can find, you remember, you need proof. If you find proof that you know slurs were used, um, and especially in that, I mean, in any context, really. I was, but you know, they're coming at him. You know, it's not just saying a, a word. You know, and you know, and it can under in any yeah, other it's context. Not, it's not you jerk. You're, yeah, you're, you're coming you're, at him. You're calling him a name, right. a slur. Um, and if that, if you, if you can substantiate that. I right. think that deserves a game. Oh, absolutely. Um, Ron, like you said, the NBA is, is has been better at doing it lately. And it's, again, it goes to the NFL just, you know, always kind of being behind the issues. Always. And then, you know, you talk about, you know, we just had the situation with Michael Sam, um, a gay player. Uh, he's not in the league anymore. There's no, I mean, me personally, my personal opinion is there's no way, if he never came out, and oh, said he, he was he, gay. He he's in the been, league. He would have been. He's in the league, team. and he would have been like a third round right. pick. Absolutely. You know, I don't want. And they have behind. I don't want to hear it. And you know, it was orchestrated. I know this. We're going back a right. years, but you know, it was orchestrated. Right. That okay, St. Louis. He's from Missouri. Right. 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 Here he is. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. gonna work. Right. You know, this is how it's gonna work. Keep him then caught him in Canada. You know. <laughs> you know. I mean, but you know, it, it, that's how these people. It's always about the shield first, spinning it second, and a distant third. What's actually right? But if, if, if Roger Goodell, if this were, if Roger Goodell, again, had someone in his family who were gay, right. who was gay, right. and was and was open to this kind of taunt or slur, right. he know, how would you react? Okay? Now react that way here. Right. If, if it was your daughter in the elevator with Ray Rice, or your wife or your mother, how would you react? Right. You know, do it that way. That's not how this business works. That has nothing to do with it. It's almost like, it's a business. We're here to print money, you know, and th- that's the problem. But again, um, you know, it's it's people. We're all addicted to it. I mean, I'm not yeah, gonna I'm not gonna sit uh, up yeah. here and lie and say. And I'll be watching I don't Thursday want, yeah. and Saturday <laughs> and, and that's it. Sunday. That's it. Yeah. You and, know. You know. I mean, well, you know, we'll see. But I I think you know I think Goodell and the NFL, you know, you know they're making a big mistake here because you're gonna have to deal with it eventually. Right, so why keep being late? I mean, you have the example of the NBA. That's your excuse. Use that. Why right. wait till when it another incident happens? You know, next year, or you know, right. three or four incidents happen next year, and then you right. finally do something, and you're last. Yeah, and, re- and remember, we we skipped over everything that happened in Miami. Right. There was a whole season of dealing with bullying right. and homophobia in Miami. Right. Now here we come a year, well, a year, two years later. You know, number one. Uh, Richie Incognito is playing up in he's Buffalo. Back, he's back. He's, he's back. Right. You know, it didn't take long. Right. Uh, and remember, you had Rex Ryan, the guy, and, and we're just uh, we're talking about what this league. The, the guy uh, um, breaks. Um, yeah, yeah. Geno Smith. He, he breaks Geno Smith's jaw, yeah. and so Rex Ryan. Not only does he pick him up, but when they come to play the Jets, he's got he trots the guy out to be an honorary captain. <laughs> You know, and who steps in? The commissioner, you know, steps, you know, forget, heaven forbid, the owner steps in and says, listen, man, do, you, do we really have to do this? Right. This is a fellow owner and all that. But the problem is that all this, the fans all eat this stuff up. Yeah, it, any, it cannot any, get yeah. too crazy. Yeah, anything goes fans. in football. Any, right? Anything, anything. So. Ah, let's get those eyes out. Let's let's, let's, let's talk football. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, we do have a football game to yeah, play. So, I yeah, mean, the Giants have a big game, and and like you said, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. appealed his his one game suspension today. He's already had mm-hmm. the meeting, and I guess people will find out tonight 
or at least tomorrow morning at the at the mm-hmm. latest, what happens? I would doubt. What do you I'd, predict? Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd say that it holds up. I don't see what the rationale would be to to overturn the appeal. I mean, we, we saw what he like you said he launched himself headfirst into somebody. Ratings, um, the ratings. I mean, that's the that's high. the rationale. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the public, what would you would you, you can't say that. The, right? Well, but the public is going to still come. Right. The, the, oh, yeah. There will not be there will not be season ticket burn. You think of people in Minnesota. Was well, we're not going to show up for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, please. Unreal, unreal. No, um, I, I, you're right. I, mean, I guess they couldn't overturn the suspension. But listen, a stranger things. No, yeah, definitely. Stranger true. things will happen. But the point is, I guess, just in terms of playoffs, they're basically crippled because um, Minnesota's hot, right? And I think right now Minnesota's in the playoffs, right? And uh, you know. Uh, the, the Giants come in, they'll probably lose, and they're done. Right? <laughs> right. They're done. Well, it's at Minnesota. It's at um, Minnesota. Minnesota needs to win right. because they, you know, they're in. If the if it ended now, they'd be in the playoffs. But they need to keep winning. And Teddy Bridgewater's been playing. Bridgewater had uh, a great game. Another brother. Uh, you know, yeah, he had a great game. I actually might have to start him in my fantasy uh, championship. Right, here we go. I know, you, I know you care about that one. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, brother. If it's good for you. It's good you for us. It's either him or Alex Smith. So. Really? Yeah. I, you have to explain how that works. I mean, but I, just who's have the better day. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's another podcast. Since, yeah, since draft. That's, that's, that's not, the fantasy not a edition. Sponsor this show. This show Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Taking you inside the games we love. This is Bill Roden on Sports. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we've got your team, you and Pat's team, the Jets. Right. Right? The Jets actually, I mean, this is, you know what? Had this stuff not happened, this is a big week. This is Patriots week. Right, you haven't Patriots heard week anything too. We about that. Not one peep. Nope. And and maybe I, I wonder if Belichick kind of because remember when when the years Ryan was here, Ryan. You know what? He was in Ryan's head like Josh Norman was in Beckham's head. Right. You know, it still is. I mean, that's all we would be hearing about is Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. We haven't really heard anything about the Patriots until now. Right. So right. what do you guys think? I mean, you guys are big. You know, Jets fans, is this going to be good? Now, the Jets are in a situation where they're also gonna, on the outside, largely because of what happened the first time they met. You know, uh, they're, they're leading, I think it's 2016, right. remember? They're leading 2016, and this is how, you know, a lot of people, particularly like young people over here, don't really have pointing to the MFA students. So I guess if you put this up on Facebook, you'll see that pointing to you. Um, people think that there's no relationship between the past and the future. Well, Brandon Marshall, they're leading 2016. The Jets, late in the game, late in the third quarter, the Jets' defense does a great job, forces them to punt. The the Jets drive down. They're at the 13-yard line. Fitzpatrick throws a nice timing pass to Brandon Marshall, who drops it in the end zone. Right. They kick a field goal, make it 29, but... Just like that, yeah. And the you, Patriots, yeah. right? And I remember watching that when it happened. And I was like, "No, so you, so you're you're within you you leave the Patriots within a touchdown. It's Tom Brady has all this time. You know, you just knew he was going to go down and score, and he did. Um, so that that was a huge play. And uh, so now they have to they have to win their next two and hope that right. Pittsburgh or Kansas City loses. And both of those teams have 
have you know winnable games on on the last. Yeah, Pittsburgh. The last two who, games. Who, who does Pittsburgh play? I can't. This week, uh, whoever's playing Cleveland's winning. Well, what? Um, but Pittsburgh is is on fire, right? And by the way, you talk about wide receivers. This is brother. Hey, Pittsburgh plays Baltimore. Oh, okay. Now you never know, right? You never know. I mean, I think it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, so you never know. I mean, that you, you know, in, in this league, right? You, you do, and that's you a rivalry really, game. It's a rivalry game. It's a really hard game. Baltimore say, if we don't do anything else, we're going to beat you. Going, you know, <laughs> right. we're, we're going to beat you. Right. You know. Um, uh, the wide receiver from Pittsburgh is amazing. Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. I think he probably may be the best, right now, the best wide receiver in the NFL. This guy is, is tough, man. Right. And doesn't get that kind of credit. Like he, No one he, really talks about him as the the best. I mean, busy talking about Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Who, by the way, made the all-pro team. I oh, know, and he that, is great. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and Odell Beckham Jr., I think he's put up numbers not seen ever since, you know, since or before Randy Moss. Yeah. Now he, he he was great. Now I, I guess that I, I mean we kind of digress in getting back to him. We were moving ahead, but you know the thing is that if you're a defensive player and you see how thin-skinned this guy is, you know, um, you, I, I'm wondering if he's opening himself up. So, except now that you know you're not going to be able. To, if you're a defender now, you won't be able to read a nursery rhyme now. You won't be able to say one thing now. Like the defenders in Minnesota, they will be flagged if they say. Anything right. to anybody, they'll be flagged. But, but, but so so Pittsburgh uh, has got to beat Baltimore um, for the, the Jets to have any any kind of chance. The Jets, meanwhile, have got to beat. And it's not clear to me that they're going to. I mean, I, I I think I think that they're going to beat New England. I don't. You know, no. <laughs> I see that that way. Why? <laughs> just, I thought I'm you guys were fan. I'm a I'm a fan, but I just don't I don't I don't see it. Where's where's the hope? I mean, you know, they can't. You know, I give them. I give them. You know. I mean, they're beat up. I mean, Grukowski is. Uh, That's true. You know, he's. And, uh, they're playing tough. I just. I mean, I just like I said, I've been saying this pretty much all year. I just haven't been. There's something about this Jets team. I think they're solid, but I don't. You know, when they when they play the better teams, I, they haven't given me confidence that they could they can come away with the win. Like you said, they had their chance at New England. You know, stepped on stepped on their own foot. Um, so I mean, they, I mean, you know, this is the type of game you have to sh- come out, show, and prove it to the disbelievers. I'm right now, I'm a disbeliever. <laughs> right, but they and then and then after they close in Buffalo against Rex Ryan, which right. which so, would be that, you yeah. know. So that, that would be some that would be typical Jets. They win, right? They beat New England and lose <laughs> to Buffalo. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, not, no, no. What's typical Jets is that they beat New England. Then Pittsburgh does in fact lose, <laughs> right, right? And they go into Buffalo. Only need all they've got to do is beat Buffalo. That's typical Jets. Well, all they got to do, right? They lost to Buffalo earlier in the season, right? Oh, and and, and, and it was home. I mean, it was a home. And and, and, and again, this this is sort of where I wanted to go with is also that, you know, you got to look at the, the the coach. I mean, it's his first year, right? But there have been some questionable decisions, right? That that he's made. I mean, this, I mean, there are a lot of questionable decisions every all week that everybody, right. all coaches make. I'm not picking on him, but again, that has to go into the critique. Yeah. Whether it's when you call a timeout, yeah, time when, when you when you yeah, when you go for it, right? Sometimes he goes for it, and you should kick the field goal. Right. Somebody gets kick, tries the field goal, and you like New England. I, I forgot what it won, but it's all sort of a mixed match. But it's first year, and who knows? So we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, the other thing this fight has done is that nobody's talking about. Meanwhile, Carolina went fourteen and zero. Right, nobody's talking about that. 
And I, you know, I was actually thinking, you know, I wasn't sure what was going to happen with Josh Norman. I thought he could be looking at a suspension. So I was, there, you know, there was a chance that he was jeopardizing his own team's quest to go undefeated in the regular season. But that doesn't look like, look like it'll be an issue. Uh, they'll be full strength. Um, they play at Atlanta on Sunday. They no, just, no, no, at Atlanta or does Atlanta come to Carolina? I'm pretty sure it's at Atlanta. Okay. They they crushed Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, 38 nothing. Right, but I thought that happened. Atlanta. If it's in Atlanta, that could be troublesome. That that could be troublesome. Yeah, it's, at, it's, at, it's at Atlanta. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, it could be troublesome. Atlanta, you know, probably they remember that they just got killed. Because yeah, it's only two weeks ago, wasn't it? Right. It's only you a know, so weeks. Said, oh, now you're coming to you're right. coming to our house. Right. Again, like Baltimore, if we don't be anybody else, if we don't do one other thing, it's going to be to snap that streak. And maybe and maybe you know because you know they've got Julio Jones they've got some pretty yeah, good they have receivers weapons. they have weapons and you got to think that Carolina's probably there's got to be some distraction element you know coming on, coming out of New York all the all the talk about you know how you know the bat on the field and you know all this because they're not going to be able to bring look they're yeah. not going to be able to bring the bat <laughs> the bat is over and and Josh Norman the normal bravado I I got to think. That no matter how he's not going to be able to talk a lot of trash to Julio Jones, not right. his normal. Because I heard I heard an interview with with Josh Norman maybe about last month mm-hmm. on um and, and you know he's talking a little bit of trash about Julio and all that. Well, so he'll get flagged. I, I I guarantee you, everybody now has got to ratchet it back right. because of this. So Atlanta's in good position. Then I forget who they end with. They, they end, end with Tampa Bay. Oh, at home, Jameis Winston. Right. You know so. It's not. It's not a walk in the. It's not a walk in the park. Um, no, it never is. It no. never is. But, you know, I, you know, the you know the the person who I feel like is you know going to be hands down MVP uh, Cam Newton. It's got to be. I mean, I'm just unless, unless, you know, unless they give it to my man Russell Wilson. Maybe. You know, I mean, he, if anybody else deserves it, it's probably Russell Wilson. And, you know, Brady had it. And, and then, of course, you know, you know, they're going to give it to. The guy Brady. in Arizona. No, the okay. guy in Carson Arizona. Palmer. Carson Palmer. And the winner is <laughs> Carson Palmer. You know, and then you know, and then we'll just be here sitting here yeah. stunned. Yeah, that'll give us that'll give us a few days of material. Oh my God. What would it mean? Come on, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, so so that there there you have it. That's sort of the the NFL in a nutshell. Right. Um and I guess the only other thing before we wish everybody Merry Christmas is going to be a great basketball game. We think yeah, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas Day, yeah. Golden State. I think Cleveland goes to Golden State. That's that's a nice uh, Christmas Day game. Golden State's I think it's twenty six and one. Still mm-hmm. only has one loss. Uh, the Cavs just just got uh, Kyrie Irving back. Um, yeah. he, you know he look. I mean, he's you know Man, when he when he's healthy, he's, he's capable of doing when he's very he- very big things. When he's healthy, right, that's, that's his issue. I mean, oh, he's gonna have man. to prove that he can stay healthy. And he, well, he he's proven he can't. He yeah, can't. So far, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they didn't draft a um, a point guard. But anyway, but yeah, but it should be a good game. But I, I must tell you that I'm not really. It, it's really too early for me. Right. Well, I, I start focusing on basketball after the All Star break. Right, that makes sense. You know, I mean, we're a third of the way through the season now. Um, I mean, the only real story so far has been Golden State, and they, you know they've been dominating the league, and you know, I mean, and maybe this game, you know, ratchets up that type of uh, excitement about the NBA, well, I, and that's what they're, I'm sure, going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, um, anything else? Anything else that we feel strongly about? Um, you know, we're, we'll, we'll know about Beckham just to. You know, Neanderthal NFL. Yeah, we'll see. Pat, any uh, any hockey news? 
that you know of that you could tell us of? Any black players doing anything interesting? <laughs> <laughs> this is really no sports, man. I haven't seen anything uh, lately, but I'll keep an eye out for it, and I will definitely be prepared with that news <laughs> next episode. Sounds good. All right. All right. Well, listen, I uh, am going to wish everybody a, a tremendous uh, Christmas. Uh, I also, I want to tell everybody we got a great guest next week, uh, the fabulous uh, journalist for the Wall Street Journal, um, Chris Herring, who covers the Knicks for the, uh, for the um, Wall Street Journal. He's right in our demographic. He's young. <laughs> he's uh, he's a young guy, but really, really talented guy, and will really uh, talk all things Knicks. So yeah, all things Knicks, all things Porzingis, NBA, Carmelo, Carmelo, Carmelo. Should he stay or go? Right. You know, and we've got somebody else. Oh, um, Stan Stan Wilcox, the uh, Florida State athletic director. Uh, we had a you know we'll have a great conversation with him um, that will air next week. And uh, you know they have a they have a bowl game on, on New Year's Eve. Big bowl game, right? New Year's Eve. The Chick Fil A Bowl. Um, <laughs> it sounds silly, what you say, but a lot of money. And they play Houston, so right. I you know I think that uh, just nobody asked me, but you know we talk about paying athletes and that kind of stuff. I, I think that when you get when you get into a bowl game where the payout is over, let's say two million dollars, I think that all every student athlete should get a check. There should be some type of profit. You know, I think it should go into a trust fund. So you get it after you graduate. But I think that's fair. I think that you go to these big bowl games, the payouts, 10 million, whatever. I think that, that there should be the students, to the extent that you help get them there, right. there should be some type of revenue sharing, and you should get a check that's cut, and the check is put in, in a, an account, escrow, when you graduate. And, and if you're at Alabama and you go to a bowl game every single year, when you graduate, there'll be a nice little chunk of change for you. But it's it's, it's you help do this. Right. Right, so no, I, just, I, I agree with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like the paying part. Just pay people straight up. But I think revenue sharing is fine. Like, well, what about the people who go to, uh, you know, uh, well, if you go to a school that doesn't get to the bowl game, well, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so incent, incentivize it. Right. Go, you know, go to play more youth sports to get cr- recruited by Alabama. Right. Anyway, with that upbeat. No, this is going to send parents scurrying. I told you, you got to play more. Come on, get out of here. What are you doing studying? Get out. You're supposed to be in practice today. And, and trust me, I've seen. Well, I think we're going to do, I think we should do just one show about parent insanity, parental insanity. Right. Because I actually think it's gotten worse. It it's has. really gotten worse. Everything's yeah. gotten worse. So you know that's gotten worse. <laughs> Nothing gets better. Wow. Yeah, except except our audience, it keeps growing. Well, of course, of course, right? And our show show right. gets better. There are exceptions. <laughs> to every rule. Every rule. Anyway, listen, uh, Jamal. Merry Christmas, you and your family. Right. Merry happy Christmas. Week. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything. Everything. Whatever. However you celebrate the holy day, our blessings and good whole all that stuff goes with you because we want the expanded demographics. We want everybody to go to the beach. Everybody, Merry Christmas. Oh, and to our MFA students, uh, Merry Christmas to you guys, too.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.